Men's Health Unscripted, we have a very special episode for you. We're here with Craig Cooper, the founder of Let's Uplift Kings and the host of the Walking Purpose podcast. Craig, thanks for coming on the show. Uh, I know we've had some scheduling stuff going on, but just happy to have you on. How are you doing today? I'm feeling pretty good. Um, it's my birthday weekend, so I'm celebrating all weekend, but <laughs> I'm just enjoying life and smiling all weekend, so <laughs> yeah. That's awesome. So I've kind of been, uh, I've, you know, obviously we connected through social media. I've seen yeah. your Instagram. I've seen some of the stuff you're producing. You're really a men's health guy. And that's what we're here for. We're here for men's health. So um, you're here kind of like on the men's mental, emotional health side. So what got you into that? What got me into that is from the things that I've been through in my past, you know, um, I've been kind of, I came a mental health advocate, but 12 years ago, I was experiencing, you know, depression, suicide, ideations, just didn't love myself, just hated what, what it looks like in the mirror for me, you know what I'm saying? So I know what that feels like. So I really want, always wanted to extend the hand back to the next man, because I really believe like, um, it takes a village of men, a great men, to help other guys out. And I always want to extend a hand back to the next person and do so. That's awesome. So what exactly inspired you? Like, what was the, the tipping point in life? You're saying that you had some depression, some suicidal ideation. What was mm -hmm. the tipping point in life? Because it pretty much can go one of two ways, right? Yeah. Where did you bounce back? Like, tell us a little bit about that story, if you don't mind. Um, it's still a long question, but I don't mind answering. Um, so I realized, you know, the more I talk about the things I've been through, I realized my mental health journey started when I was in fourth grade. Um, I realized that one day I was in class, you know, classroom setting is like 20, 25 people, maybe, you know what I'm saying? So I got pulled out of class, right? And what's labeled at the time was special ed class. And I got pulled out of class now i'm in a room with people five people two people three people right so <clears throat> one day in particular i'm going back to class and my teacher's right on the blackboard you know i hear mumbo on the breast party kids are coming i feel like that was the start of my unfortunate self-hate journey how i view myself because of what other people said about me and I noticed that that followed me into my uh, teenage years, to my years, my young 20s, just not loving who I was as a person, not loving who I was, what I was looking at in the mirror, just how I allow people to treat me, how that affected so many areas in my life. You know, now that you mention it, just being a kid can be kind of tough. Yeah. Kids, are, kids, are, kids can be pretty brutal to each other. Mm -hmm. Your mental health journey started when you, like said, you're in fourth grade. So what did you do along the road to, I guess, as you learned about your mental health journey, what did you do to like move past some of the, the, the stigmas that maybe kids said, or, or the, maybe the stigmas that guys deal with as men? I feel like I did. I feel like I really didn't move past it until like my, my late twenties, to be honest with you. Um, again, it was, it was still like a, it was still a struggle for me and those classes that I was in at the time I was a kid I was never supposed to be in but um in my late 20s it still followed me it still affected how I view myself like I said before 
it still has affected how people I choose to be with in relationships, how I allow them to, to treat me. And it started when the moment I started to realize like I need to be here was a moment where I was at work uh, one time. This is like 2000, maybe 2008, 2009, right? I'm really having a rough day. As a, I'm, I'm having a rough day and having a rough start to my day. Um, it's been a few times where it'll take me like five or 10 times just to get out the house, you know, from crying. And, and at the time, social media wasn't out, you know, so what we're doing right now wasn't really available. So at the time you're thinking it's not okay for a man to express himself. So you're kind of trapped in this negative bubble. Like I can't talk to nobody how I feel. At the time it was like, it was like man ain't supposed to cry. Real men don't show tears. It was a lot, so it was a lot of pressure on me. Um, I'm, one day I'm going to work in particular. I was just, I had my sunglasses on. I'm on the train. And I kept thinking in my head, like, stay the day I'm going to take myself out. And at the time, I was like, maybe I should. You know, so when you're going through that, you, you feel a lot of negative voices. And it's unfortunate that you feed into those negative uh, thinking you face the negative comments that you're viewing yourself. So I go to work, I think like I'm sick, so I can go home, take myself out, run to the back, and I'm just crying. You know, I didn't want nobody to see what I was going through. And my best friend at the time, she snatched my phone. I know she took it, called my mother. You know, so long story short, I go home, stand in front of the mirror, you know, got some pills in my hand getting ready to write a goodbye note to everybody. My mom, what saved my life was a start was the phone call from my mother. The phone call saying, I love you. I feel like sometimes when people are going through that, they need someone to say, I love you. Or they need someone to say, hey, I need you to be here. And she came home, we had a long conversation. I started going to church more. Um, I got active in the gym, started to work on myself, work on my appearance. I started doing mixed martial arts. It was a number of things that led to me constantly working on myself. And I'm still working on myself because you never stop working on yourself. Right. It is a, it always is a work in progress. I'm, I'm really happy that you said, uh, well, I'm happy that you're here. First of all, I'm happy that your mom made that phone call. I'm really happy that you said that you started going to the gym, you started doing mixed martial arts, you know, being on the pharmacy side of things, we're so used to seeing people get prescribed something. And I feel like, you know, I, I say this a lot on my podcast, like, there's a valuable place in the world for medication, for pharmacy, for all that stuff. But at a certain point in time, something as simple as exercise, martial arts, a regimented schedule can really help people at least kind of um, reinforce the positive behavior. Right. Right. Yeah. And, and so I, I think that's really important because something as simple as, I mean, you know, going to the gym, going for a walk, like all that stuff releases endorphins that mm -hmm. boost mood and help you feel better. So would you say it's all like this, the gym, eating better, like doing all those things that really kind of helped lift you back out of that dark time? Was there anything in particular that you really loved doing? Uh, great question. Y yeah. Um, 
what I suggest with anybody who's going through that, like finding those moments where you create a win for yourself feels good. You know, with the journey with mental health, anything in life, nothing takes, it's, it's never like a, it's never, it's never a quick fix. Oh, I'm, I'm there. It's, no, it's, it's a constant work. And so when I started going to the gym, I started to like, maybe if I put my all into what I'm doing, maybe I can get some kind of a, like you're trying to find a victory in something, you know what I'm saying? So if I just lose weight, if I care of myself, I start to work on my physical appearance. I'm like, okay, I like what I see in the mirror. Okay, I'm losing weight. I'm, I'm gaining muscle. I'm, I'm gaining confidence, you know? So I'm like, there's that there was that aspect too so it was just, okay i got the physical part of losing weight and eating good for myself and then it was martial arts i got the discipline then i got the confidence so i feel like everything was like a, a puzzle you know of me finding myself also surrounding, surrounding myself with great men like great friends i actually talk to to this day like i can say i can be honest and say hey what's, what's good bro how you feeling you know instead of getting a generic I'm good, but you say you're good, but you're suffering behind the phone. So the gym definitely helped. Mixed martial arts definitely helped. A relationship with my, my friends. I got a group of guys and a group of women who just are rock solid. I'm there for them. They're there for me. And my relationship with God has just been truly amazing. Every day I pray and give thanks to the, thank God for waking me up, seeing a brand new day because somebody didn't make it. You know, so I'm learning to just enjoy this journey called life. You know, because you only get one go around. What's going on, guys? Thank you for tuning into the podcast. I wanted to talk to you about our amazing affiliate partner, I'm Aware Test Kits. I'm Aware offers lab quality tests accompanied by physician verified results. Just order the test kit online, collect your sample, and mail it back. You'll receive your results in less than a week. The best part is no waiting in traffic, getting to and from the dock or lab and no waiting rooms full of people coughing and sneezing everywhere. Just visit www.imaware.health and check out their mini lab testing kits. These include PSA tests, lipid panels, testosterone levels, HbA1c, immune function, and so much more. Use our promo code MENSHEALTHUNSCRIPTED for an additional 15% off. Remember, imaware.health, promo code MENSHEALTHUNSCRIPTED, for fast, accurate, and physician-verified testing straight to your door. Right. You kind of only, uh, you only have one shot to go for your dreams. I mean, yeah. that's really why we're doing the men's health podcast, the men's health work, because like, you know, we've got one chance. Like I, I talk about it with, uh, with my business partner, Steven, mm-hmm. podcast sometimes and our co-hosts, like, you know, as far as pharmacy goes, we're so well-educated. We have so many tools Sometimes I feel like, does it go to waste watching people count, count pills? You know, we have so much knowledge on like, you know, what causes certain diseases, how to prevent them, what medications treat them. Like we have all this, why are we not applying this where it's needed? And that's for us, that's men's health. Did you ever have a moment? I, we like to talk about the pharmacy end of things. Did you ever have the moment where you were, you know, talking to a therapist or a doctor about your mental health and they were trying to prescribe you and like did you have any experience with that yeah um so when i first uh was like my first my rough my first uh rough patch with mental health journey i did uh see out a therapist but the therapist like he couldn't relate to what i was going through so it, it was like a generational thing he's a lot older than i was 
So he couldn't really understand what I was going through. So it was hard for me to like actually talk to them. You know what I'm saying? So anybody who I do definitely suggest therapy is is good for a person. You know what I'm saying? So having somebody that you can relate to that makes you feel comfortable having a conversation with a person, you know. So um, I definitely suggested that. So I, I did try therapy, but I realized my therapy was again my friends, you know. My therapy was gym. My, my therapy was mixed martial arts. My therapy was even sometimes right now how I feel. Sometimes just just getting it on the paper. I feel like this today, you know, just writing down how I feel. Um, my therapy was also just I'm going back to this again, like my relationship with God, like literally praying and sometimes crying and how I feel. Like instead of saying, "Oh, I'm having a bad day," no, 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 like this sucks. I'm tired of feeling like this, you know, um, just being honest and how I feel that that was definitely pieces to my therapy, you know, so I definitely do suggest therapy for people, but just making sure that you have someone that you're comfortable with to right. open up. Yeah, that's important because like, you know, like you said, if there's a disconnect with you and the therapist, if they can't identify with what you're talking about. In my experience, I feel like therapists are there to just guide you. Like, they're not going to tell you how to fix your problems. Yeah. They're going to yeah. say, hey, this is going on, and here's maybe a different way of looking at it. That's, that's like the thing I, I feel like some people think that therapists are just going to be there and fix it, and they're not. They're just going to give you a different perspective outside of your own head. And a lot of times we are our own worst critic, right? Oh, yeah. Thanks. There's things that... I'm sure in your experience too, that you've thought about. Yeah. That, you know what I mean? And it's like yeah. something that no one else has even considered, but it's like in your head and it's just something that you're living so intimately with. That's man. Oh, that's so true. Like one of the things that I noticed when I start working on myself, like in some cases, the most attractive people don't know they're attractive. You know what I'm saying? In a sense of outer, right? Oh, you look good. Oh, you're handsome. Oh, you're gorgeous. Like, what? Me? You like, we, we, us as people, we beat ourselves over the head over the smallest things. Like, we are the harshest critic in the world. Something my <laughs> mom always told me like, you don't need help beating yourself up. Like, the world's going to do it for you. You can't be too hard on yourself. You know what I'm saying? Like, oh my gosh, I look like this. And everybody's like, what are you talking about? <laughs> you know, <laughs> we just rough on ourselves. Yeah. I also want to bring up another point that you said, and it's so true about, you know, finding like a good friend support system because so many guys relationships are very superficial. It's like chicks and cars, you know what I mean? It's like, yeah, cars, chicks. And like, I'm not saying that's for everybody, but I just, you know, sports and, yeah. um, and all those things are great. But when it really comes down to being a good friend, those superficial things take should take a back seat. And like we all have our friends that maybe we have superficial relationships with, but then like our, like you said, our close, uh, close knit group where we're there for each other. You know, what did you do to kind of break through that? Uh, was it like a group effort of, of like a, a bonding? You know, how did you get past the typical guys like chicks, car sports uh, relationships? That's a great question. Um, so let me just fall back one point. I, I, I definitely agree with the guys. Some of the guy relationships are superficial. 
I think with any guy who's listening to this podcast, like if you have a friend who's, you have a friend who yesterday reached out to saying, how are you as a person? You know what I'm saying? Especially like a lot of us are entrepreneurs, a lot of us are working. Like when I text my friends, I'm like, I want to talk about your business. I'm like, how are you doing as a person? Like, how, how are you doing? Like, and it is different when you're receiving that message. It's like, oh, dang, like, I generally care about how I feel. Yeah. And the thing is, like, when you're going through that rough patch, you know, going through mental health or going through a breakup or divorce, loss of a job, whatever, I feel like you you shouldn't want that one person to say, oh, let's go take a drink. What I mean is, it's not wrong with drinking, like, you know what I'm saying? But if you do that, what I mean is, let's not say, let's mask the problem. You know what I'm saying? Like, for sure. Oh, let's go take a drink. Oh, let's go meet some girls. Let's go have sex with this girl, that girl, and it's a short-term fix. So after you finish drinking, you finish sobering up, if you have sex with that person, your feelings, your emotions are still there. So instead of saying, how do we fix the problem? Like my friends, like when I talk to them, they talk to me like, okay, what can we do? Even if you can help the person get through the problem, sometimes that person needs that listening ear. I met my best friend CJ like 12 years ago and he knew what I was going through but a lot of times he just he let me vent because I'd be in the car man this 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 sometimes a person wants to hear I hear you I'm here for you I may not have the answer but I got your support or hey we'll figure this out together you know it, it's the it's a different language when you know somebody generally cares about how you feel or what if you drinking is, is a cause of what you're going through but no 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 we ain't taking a drink let's do something fun you know what i'm saying or hey i can come pick you up or something so my best friend tj definitely helped me i was that was one of the person who actually got me into the gym it got me like talking about confidence and talking about like how you walk in the room, walk with your head up high. It's something that still resonates to me to this day. You know, so now I can pass on that knowledge that I learned from my male friends to somebody else. That's that's really great advice. Um, just overall, uh, great response, great piece. And I, I kind of want to break it down a little bit. So okay. when when anybody who's listening to this podcast, like they know some of the mental health pieces that we've worked on. And I think specifically you have a lot of expertise in a lot of this. So, um, and, you know, not necessarily from like a provider level, but from like, a, Hey, I've been through this shit. Yeah. Experience. Right. And, mm -hmm. you know, a, thank you so much for your vulnerability and discussing this with us, but just the fact of saying like, as a, as a friend, how are you doing? And as an entrepreneur myself, you know, there's ups and downs. Entrepreneur yourself, I'm sure you've dealt with like, oh crap, like how how am I going to make this work? Yeah. And it and a lot of my friends like you are entrepreneurs. Probably one of the reasons why I got into it, you know, mm -hmm. for myself and trying to build something on my own is because I've seen how they live, and it's not necessarily like a money thing, but it's a freedom and happiness thing. And I'm all in. I'm all for that. Right. Um, money would be great too, but it, <laughs> it is what it is. Yeah. Um, but I see the struggles that sometimes they have to go through to maintain their business or when like just shit absolutely hits the fan 
And I think asking them, how are you doing in this moment is probably is huge. So I say it like kind of to unpack it a little bit more is asking how you're doing and seeing them in a tough situation is really a unique experience. Yeah. You know, how do you feel that being able to be comfortable enough to talk about that with your friends helped in your mental health journey? Oh, man, it it helped a hundred percent to be honest with you, because before um, I reached out to him before we started like connecting on a personal level. I remember one day in particular uh, when I was really going through it and I reached out to my ex-girlfriend at the time. And at the time, you know, back in the day when they had like the AOL messenger, like the chat thing. And um, I'm telling her how I feel. Like I didn't understand what it was that I was going through. I was like, oh, I'm going through this feeling like depression, I'm always crying. So instead of receiving that love that I thought I was going to get, I got laughing. So it's like, after that, I felt like I couldn't trust people. So one thing I learned is um, be selective of who you let in. You know, be selective of who you let in, who you, who you tell your business to. So when, like the key terms that I heard was, I hear you, I'm here for you, I support you, or it's okay to feel how you feel. And one thing is when you're talking to somebody or you're trying to get somebody advice or just trying to be, be a good friend or whatever, Sometimes you got to say, um, I understand how you feel, or you have the right to feel how you feel. Okay, let's figure it out. So that way you're not dismissing the person who's venting towards you. You know what I'm saying? So it's not like, you know, you know what I'm saying? They don't care about me. You never know, like, you talk to that person, it could be that one phone call, that one text, or whatever it is, to save that person's life. Yeah, that's re- I mean, Craig, I, I can't tell you how powerful that is just to be there for somebody, have somebody be there for you. And just overall, you know, it's crazy how much we can get through when we work as a team. Uh, I'm a, I'm a big team guy. Like I, you know, team sports my whole life. I take it into the business world. It's in our pharmacy practice. Um, As far as just like being, being a team player, there is just so much more to accomplish than if you are solo. I mean, not, not many things can get done by yourself. Agreed. You can't do it by yourself. So it seems like there was a lot of love from your friends and from you towards your friends in this period of growth. What did you do as far as like, other than the gym, like self-care or self-love type things to kind of get you out of this depressive state? Uh, and and towards who you are now? Um, I had to get to know myself. Your relationship with yourself is very important. Like, um, even if you're married or engaged, girlfriend, boyfriend, whatever, that never stops. You have to continue your self-love journey. Like, doing the things things that that make you happy. You know, whether it's um, watching your favorite TV show that makes you laugh, that makes you or getting getting a nice haircut just to see, like, I look good today, I feel good, you know? So, Doing things that 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 can uplift you as an individual is very important. You need to continue to do that. Even when you're not going through depression or whatever the case may be, continue to just uplift yourself. Continue to just, just to keep going. So um, for me, it's just finding things that, that bring me joy. It's a constant, always, in life. That's awesome. 
Um, yeah, I've seen a lot like uh, kind of doing a little bit of research and just like watching you uh, on social and just how motivating you are and just your power of positive thought, I guess, is the best way I can put it. it has been like so much fun for me to watch. Um, I, I really love positive people, you know what I mean? And, and I think like kind of going back on what we were talking about before is like, maybe certain things aren't as bad as like we perceive them to be in our head. We're like, there's a, a meteorite coming towards us, going to blow up the earth. And really, it's like, not really that serious, but yeah. I think a lot <laughs> of people can perceive that. And I think, you know, as, as, especially with guys and how, there are like, I know there's a lot of expectations for women. I say this all the time, like this is a men's health podcast. So you're going to get the men's health side of it. But for guys, there's so many expectations on men to, yeah. maintain, you know, maintain a, a household and a family and, and, you know, to provide. And I think some of those things are kind of being equaled out in the, in the genders, um, as of the last like 25 years or so. Yeah. But still, I feel like even underlying, there's still that pressure to be, you know, quote unquote, be a man, right? It, it, it is. It's this, it's this constant pressure of being a man. It's a constant pressure of trying to, what some people say is trying to be tough. You know what I'm saying? So if you ask me like 20 years ago, 15, 10 years, even 10 years ago, you ask me, uh, what's your definition of a real man or whatever the case may be i'll give you the trace of everything physical or everything like you can look at oh muscles oh, oh he looks good so, but and then you ask me now i think definition of a man is knowing who he is as a person like learning to just love yourself and learn to be comfortable i really feel like um like my birthday always got a chance to reflect on how i feel and i feel like me uh it's, Showing my emotions and into my feelings makes me a great man. Instead of having all this pressure bottled up and being a man and just like me saying, hey, I'm, I'm not okay today or I'm stressed out today. I can uh, text my friends or uh, talk to my fiance. Hey, I'm struggling with this. I need help with this. And sometimes us as men, this, that, this, that, that prideful emotions that we carry. I'm struggling. I ain't gonna ask for help. I'm struggling. I ain't gonna say nothing. I'm struggling with the feeling of I'm okay. Let's the feeling, you know, just to get that pressure off your shoulders is just incredible. Guys, here at Men's Health Unscripted, nothing brings us more joy than helping men improve their confidence and ignite the fire within their relationships. This is why we partnered with the Phoenix Pro to get you rock hard. No matter if you're struggling with ED or just want to up your game in the bedroom, the Phoenix Pro offers a pain and side effect free solution for your manhood that uses acoustic wave therapy to get you to perform at your best below the belt. The Phoenix Pro is an at-home medical grade FDA recognized device endorsed by physicians to strengthen and enhance the blood vessels in the penis. This technology is over a decade old but has been expensive and difficult to access. Go to rockhardscience.com slash mhunscripted for more information and use our promo code unscripted for $900 off the Phoenix Pro total package, which includes the device, consultation with a medical professional, 
a customized medical treatment plan for your goals, $500 off additional in-clinic treatments, a blue light vitality vacuum pump, some nitric oxide supplements for a little extra boost, and a journal to track your progress. Remember, www.rockhardscience.com mhunscripted, promo code unscripted, and claim your true vitality. I mean, it sounds like you're just a, like a, a great friend uh, to people and just kind of seeing you on social. I know, I know you're a great guy. Like I can just tell you can see it through the camera. You know, I know that you care about your followers. You care about helping people. And I think that's so important. That's kind of like how we're doing things. And I think the fact that you've experienced all this just goes so much more into the fact that you want to help. Um, so let's talk a little bit about let's uplift Kings. Uh, you know, you're the founder of uplift Kings. What exactly, uh, does that, you know, organization do? Uh, great question. Um, right now I'm currently putting together the podcast of season three. I'm also, this, this has been on my mind for the longest, uh, just putting together a men's group, uh, like a men's retreat. Like just men all over. I've been blessed to have great men, having meeting great guys all over the world, um, like across the globe. Men who look like me, men who don't look like me. This has really, has really broadened my perspective on mental health. That it ain't just one race thing. It ain't just. It's just all of us are have gone through that. You know, all of us can really change the world, and that's how I look at it. So this is really inspired me to keep going, inspired me to, to do more things. Um, I got a book coming out, I think in November, uh, about mental health. So um, inspired me to do some great things. I'm definitely going to put together a men's group and definitely want to have you a part of that. So Every something I'm working on now, you know. So I think a lot of men need to, need to hear uh, what we go through. You know, even if one person was like, oh, this guy looks like me, he can relate to what I'm going through. Oh, he does, you know, so oh, his story is similar to mine. He can relate to what I'm going through. I won't lie to you. We're not going to retire anytime soon. Yeah, <laughs> right. <laughs> you know what I mean? But it does feel good. I mean, we get stuff in our inbox. Like, I would say now, maybe like once a week, once every two weeks. Oh. Yeah, you guys help me out with this. And we've had like some doctors uh, that have been on our show. They're like, hey whatever you guys are doing and keep doing it. Cause I had somebody reach out to me and like, I got a new patient out of this and they were, they talked about your podcast and they were like the, one of the best patients ever. They opened up completely about their medical past. And like, we got in there and we fixed stuff. And it's, that's kind of like, we, a lot of times, like we do talk about medicine cause that's like just the world we live in. Yeah. But we also talk about not what we call non-farm, right? again, goes back to us being our own worst critic and, and uh, passing so much judgment more so on ourselves is like, well, this isn't the right time. And this is a little bit off. And I just, I can't do this right now. Instead of like, screw it. Let's just do this and see yeah. what happens. Right. Great. I mean, in your, in your times of being an entrepreneur, I'm sure you had the screw it moments. We got to just do it. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Um, do it. Dude, but there's never a great thing about uh, being an entrepreneur. Like, for example, and I'm sure you know, because you got a podcast. Um, when I did my first video on my interview, I'm like, I'm sitting there like, ah, I should have done this. I should have done this. And 
you like, and then you, but you see your constant growth. You know what I'm saying? So yeah. you see, like, I'm not as nervous as talking about uh, interviews. I'm not stumble. I like, so you see, you see your own constant growth. So that, that, that's the great thing too. It's um, that's it's very rewarding to have those have those moments. You know, absolutely. Um, I'm I'm sure you've seen it at this point too, but. Like there was a time where we first started the podcast and we, it was just like kind of our friends and most of our friends didn't listen to it either. So, oh, yeah. I feel you. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like a lot of my friends were probably like, they supported me, don't get me wrong, but they're probably in the back of their mind, like what an idiot. But you know, I don't blame them. I, I think that happens a lot with entrepreneurship is people are just like, what's this guy doing? Um, but at the end of the day, we'll check our, our analytics now for the podcast. And I remember one day, like I was getting kind of discouraged with it, still putting stuff out. And it was like very early on, like we're probably three months in and it's mm -hmm. like, dang, we're putting all this stuff out. Like, what are we doing? We've been around for a year and a half. So it's different. Now. Okay. But we're like, what's going on? Like, no one's listening. What's going on? Like, this isn't bad. Right. And then all of a sudden, like I stopped looking at the analytics and like for a while and we just kept putting stuff out. Right. And just like, screw it. It's, it is what yeah. it is. And then one day I was like, you know what? Is anybody even listening? And I got on and, and like the number that I saw was like, whoa. Yeah. yeah. And it's, yeah. I mean, it's, yeah, it's, it is incredible just to see. And it didn't take, I think it was maybe over the course of like maybe three more months. Yeah. Like every three months, like it's, we see like a jump and we're like, holy crap. And then we'll get one episode that's just like, boom, so many people download. We're like, well, you know, and then some of it's like, we didn't even know. I mean, it, they're all great. Don't get me wrong. But we didn't even know, like, wow, that was so powerful for a lot of people. And I guess since we're in the moment, you know, doing the interview, mm -hmm. just kind of, you know, like, you know, it is like being a podcast host for anybody who wants to start a podcast, you be the point guard, pass your guest the ball. Yep. Um, because pe that's what people want to know. They want to know about other people's experiences. Like, we're talking about you today because you have a ton of great, like a wealth of experience, hopefully to give our viewers. And I know that you give your viewers. Thank you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, that's a great point. But one thing I realized too, of like starting anything new, sometimes you're like, all oh, my friends to support, all oh, my family support. <laughs> your biggest support are strangers. And people yeah. like don't know. And those strangers are come, end, up turning, end up becoming friends and all that. So strangers, really I, I had the same thing i'm like oh, what am i doing is this working and then um i went on uh and i saw the number I was like, oh my gosh <laughs> yeah it's it's a good it's a good feeling like you know what I, i'm doing the right thing you know so i can definitely relate to that feeling definitely i mean we do the podcast because it's fun yeah it, it is fun it is fun talking to people it is yeah. and and you know there's times where like it is a lot of work as well you know, on the back end, like, again, what you're saying, everybody sees the praise, like, Woo! but they don't yeah. like the staying up all night editing. Yeah. But they don't, see clip, they don't see clipping videos. They don't see like re-listening to the podcast. They like, and that's kind of the funny part. I'm kind of breaking the fourth wall here for the first time ever on the podcast uh, with you. But, you know, uh, a lot of people don't see how much work it takes to do it. Like we do it because we think it's a lot of fun to meet new people have like we've had some crazy discussions on this podcast that are mm -hmm. health related and I never thought we would go there 
I didn't yeah. know some stuff existed. And I think that's beautiful about being a podcast host. I'm sure you've heard it like, holy crap, that's real, you know, kind of thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because the, the thing is, I always take away from the person that I'm interviewing is like, I, I learned something new. And, and that the, the great thing is, I don't know everything. So you always learn something, a new perspective. Like, I know that existed, but it opens your ears up to something else. Now you know what to look for if your friends are going through something that they talk about. So it's, it's always a new perspective. You're always learning. And that, that's what makes it fun. You're always learning something different, you know? Yeah. I mean, we don't, you know, we, we're, we're big on like the health end, like physical health. We, we do, you know, discuss some mental health things, but yeah, men's health in general, there's so much to talk about all the right. time. So we have to really like pace. We're in pharmacy school. We're finishing up. So we really have to pace ourselves because we can get lost in that and kind of get away from our other, we have some serious obligations uh, with school. But I think that like what I, like what, you know, me, my business partner, the other people that help out with the podcast, the whole team, everybody kind of has a different perspective that we bring. So mm -hmm. Helpful and very interesting, but also like the things that I subscribe to as a person or that works work for me necessarily I know won't work for everybody and that's why I, I like getting good you know high quality guests because maybe there's something that they they do that works for one of our viewers and I, I know that men's health is kind of a weird area as far as like maybe there's not something my the podcast might not be for everybody all the time but there's one thing on our podcast for someone yeah. And, and that's what's important is because that uh, one component is really might be important to one person. And we, you know, have been saying this since the beginning, if we can change one person's life, we can save one person from a bunch of issues. We're happy. Definitely. 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 I, I think that's such a important, you know, thing. I'm sure, you know, just even talking to you, I know that you've had people reach out to you and be like, Hey, you really helped me help me, my nephew, a family member kind of get past something or to start working on something, understanding like this isn't, this isn't the end of the world. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I definitely agree. Like it, it goes again, like you, you helping the next person out. A lot of times people who started in something new, you're like, what if I don't reach like even one person, like, you know what, that helped me out. It, it feels so good. Like this interview was inspiring me to just continue <laughs> just like, Keep working. <laughs> it's to continue to keep working. Like really, yeah. <laughs> it's uh, you know, it's fun just there and even, you know, I'm pulling back the, the curtain a little bit more, but there's times where you're like, I don't I would like to sleep tonight, please. <laughs> and you can, yeah. And that and sometimes like a week later, the next morning, you know, when you finally put out a podcast, you put out some content. You know, we have some events coming up, like we we're a big community you know, event group. And like now that COVID's kind of, I don't, I don't know if resolving is the right word, but I get think, I think in Florida, people just don't care anymore. <laughs> like, it's just, you know, I'm what do you, I don't know. I, I kind of want to ask, like, what do you guys hear about Florida on the news? Well, she just said, and, and, <laughs> you, you hear the negative stuff. And so I don't yeah. try to believe it. Cause I'm like, I got to talk to a person who's from Florida to get a real perspective. Like, like, they just don't care. They just took the mask off. I'm like, I don't know if that's true or not. 
I'm not, I'm not disagreeing with you. <laughs> I, I did an interview with somebody. I, I don't know. I don't remember exactly what interview it was. But they're like, oh, you know, before, you know, you get on, you chit chat for a few minutes. And they're like, where are you guys from? They're like, oh, we're from Florida. And they're like, whoa, it's like wild, wild west there. Like, what's going on? I mean, yeah, <laughs> like what we didn't know what to say. Yeah, yeah. But there was even times like everything was shut down all across the U.S. And even in Florida, like certain businesses were able to stay open. And yeah. And then there were some business that were like, we don't care if you wear a mask or not. Like what? Yeah. And this is like it, when there was so much less knowledge. <laughs> so we're just like, oh my gosh, it was yeah, hearing, and and then you always get like the Florida man news story, right? Mm-hmm. Do you? Oh, it, yeah. <laughs> I'm like, don't let me be from Florida. I'm like, it is like <laughs> I try to think of like, are they just showing you the negative stuff? Like I know it's it's a lot of positive stuff. Like you know what I'm saying? So try to. This is why I don't really watch the news because it's like you watch the news, it's like, oh my gosh, this person, this person, happened, yeah. this, like this person happens. I'm like, oh, Jesus, I can't take this. You know what I'm saying? I I watched it. I watched enough to know what's going on. That's all right, I need. Right. <laughs> yes, that's all I need. Don't give me the weather in five minutes. I'm good. That's all I need. Yeah, yeah. The news is a pretty inherently negative place. I choose not to watch it either. Yeah, it could, it could, it could, it could stress you out. It could make you scared even leave out the house. But I'm like, I'm gonna be safe. I'm just protect myself and continue to, you know. Yeah, you gonna yeah. go to the gym, wear a mask. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> How do you? Um, I mean, speaking of that, like, I, I, I would like to ask that. The news is a pretty like inherently negative space. It really yeah. is. It's like they tell you a hundred of the worst things that are going on in the world. And then you might get like one snippet of somebody who did something nice for people. Mm-hmm. How do you feel like um, consuming negative content can affect someone? I mean, was that a part of your journey or just what's your opinion on that? Oh, that's a good perspective. I didn't even think about. Um, yeah. Um, I think really what you view and what you put your eyes on and it's even with Instagram, only follow people that are positive. You know what I'm saying? So only from my eyes on the positives. Like, even if I'm having a moment, like I'm I'm having a, like, okay, what do I post? Oh, I like what that person said. Like, I try to give, feed my brain something positive. Like, before I give in the morning, I try to just take care of myself first before I get on social media. You know what I'm saying? So that's why I don't watch the news. I try to watch stuff that makes me laugh, gets me entertained, football, you know, or wrestling or something that brings me like brings me joy you know put your eyes on something that that doesn't like focus on like oh my gosh panic 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 i can't watch the news like no it's not vaccinated non-vaccinated if you don't vaccinate you, you're gonna die like it's like you don't wear a mask or a double mask I'm like hold up <laughs> 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 so i just try to put i put i try to listen to positive things you know yeah yeah i love that um I like, you know, behind behind this computer that we're recording on, I have a TV and I'll be honest with you, I, I turn it on once a week for wrestling for about two hours and that's, yeah, that's the only run that it gets. Um, yeah. Otherwise, like there's just way too much negative stuff in the world and it makes me feel really bad. And like I deal with it with family members, too. They're like, did you hear about this on the news? I'm like, no, because I don't watch that or you know what? 
that's a good point. Even watching wrestling, sometimes you you escape to watch the stories, like what's going on with this world champion. Like, okay, I can just forget about yeah. that right now. Just focus on that because that's an entertainment. So, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I even have like I, it's it's funny. Like, I've got buddies that live out of state, and recently there was a hurricane. Like, I guess it was pretty bad. Oh yeah, yeah. I, was it Ida? I think Ida. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So. Yeah. A lot of my buddies were texting me like, yo, bro, be careful. Like, I hope, you know, everything's okay. And I'm like reading and I, it was weird because I had like three friends text me all at the same time, like from different places in the U.S. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, what is this? Like, and I text one of them back. I'm like, what are you talking about? Like, I hope I'm okay. Like, is something going on? He's like, bro, there's a hurricane coming towards Florida. Oh, shit, there's a hurricane. And I was like, I, maybe I should watch the news more. So I like called my mom I'm like, mom, is there a hurricane coming at us? Mm-hmm. he said no i think it's going to turn but it i guess it was supposed to and she's like well how do you not know this like do you live under a rock and i'm like yeah i guess i do <laughs> <laughs> yeah are they yeah. you know i'll have buddies ask us about like they'll ask me like what's a hurricane like I'm like a lot of rain and a lot of wind and you just you kind of hope it's not bad like you hope your house doesn't blow away be thinking that too like the last time i see the hurricane and i feel like it, it goes to a draw direction most of the time yeah, this is what the news say. I don't know, but you know what I'm saying. So I'm like, I don't, yeah, it, yeah. I'm sure you get that question a lot. Yeah, <laughs> the hurricane stuff's kind of weird because, like, I don't want to downplay it. I'm, I'm sure all hurricanes affect people in different ways. Mm-hmm. But like the last one that actually kind of came over Tampa was a few months ago. Yeah, maybe like a month and a half ago. Yeah, I think right around Fourth uh, of July, if I'm not mistaken. And so, the craziest part though is that it really wasn't bad. Like. It wasn't even as windy. They said it was going to be like all this wind shear and all this stuff. It was yeah. windy. We did get a lot of rain, mm-hmm. even like flooding rain. No, um, you know, the sea didn't like come over the wall or anything like that. And I'm hearing from my friends like out of state that, dude, is everything okay? Like, and they're sending me like screenshots of the captions and it's like hurricane, whatever ravages through the West coast of Florida. Mm. Me and my, like, I didn't even know it was here. Me and my dog slept through that. Like, wow. <laughs> we, we wow. slept overnight. Like, it's it's a blue sky right now. Like, it's it's morning. And, like, we're cool. I don't, I didn't know what happened. So, it, just, like, I guess going back on the news perspective, they put so much crap in there. And it's, it, a lot of it's, like, clickbait to get headlines, whatever. But we're sitting there, and I'm, like, hearing what my friends have to say about hurricanes in Florida. And I'm, like, yeah, I don't know. Like, I know it affected somebody, so I'm not going to say it wasn't bad. But, yeah, yeah, yeah. you know, for me, yeah, we got some rain. It was like a thunderstorm more, more so than anything. Right, yeah. <laughs> I think that's a, you know, maybe um, to kind of wrap it all up, that's probably a really good metaphor for what we talked about today is you see the hurricane coming and you're like, oh, damn, brace for impact. And mm-hmm kind of goes through maybe there's some cleaning up to do for sure and uh hopefully nobody got hurt but you know a lot of this is it's manageable right definitely definitely yeah um even like any any setback in life that's that could happen or going to happen because life ain't perfect you're going to constantly go through struggles and everything like that so i try to look at everything as motivation like everything is okay how can i get my way out of this or how what what can what tool I can use to be motivated to help myself get lifted out of situation you know instead of looking at oh my gosh how can I yeah you're gonna have those moments to be real 
then that's normal and that's okay. Okay, but when you have those moments, think about, okay, how can I figure this out? Or how can I ask for help to get through what I'm going through? Instead of looking at it, oh, I'm by myself. No, you're not. You know, so even if someone listens to this podcast and want to reach out to me, you know, I'm here for it. So it's just like, um, try to take everything just one day at a time, one step at a time. Hell yeah. I mean, hey, anybody listening to this podcast, if you feel like you're going through stuff, like I'm not a, a mental health expert, we can help you find some some places though, right? Yeah, definitely, so Craig, definitely. Let's uplift Kings. He's here for you too. So we just, you know, men's health unscripted and let's uplift Kings. We're here for the people. I feel like we're men of the people. And uh, it's it's really exciting. So like to close out, what's one piece of advice if somebody's going through some shit? What's one piece of advice that you can say, you know, to maybe get them on the right track, get the, get the, you know, one foot in front of the other and get it going again. Uh, one piece of advice. Um, one thing I can definitely say is something that I learned from dealing with uh, situations in my past that affected my mental health. One thing I realized is you're not alone. You know what I'm saying? Like the, the biggest thing that, we in a room by ourselves or we're at night in our bed and we're crying our eyes out we're thinking that no one understands what we go through. No one that looks like me has been through what I go through. Or are you thinking like men can't have emotions or men can't cry? That's not true. So one thing I can definitely say is reach out to people that you trust. That's not going to repeat what you say. That's not going to judge you. That's not going to laugh at you. That's going to say, I'm here for you. Listen to those key terms. I'm here for you. Or Hey, if you need a vent, talk, whatever, I'm here for you. Find those, find your circle of friends, or it's male, females, whatever, your significant other, whatever. Find those people that you can look legitly say, like, hey, I'm here for you. Craig, man, it's been a lot of fun. Yes, this is fun. I'm glad you enjoyed it. This uh, is fun. Let's do it again soon. Maybe um, I'll pop in on the Let's Up with Kings. I was already thinking it. <laughs> yeah, man. I'll, uh, I got some crazy men's health facts to fire off for your crowd. Uh, okay. Fun things that we've researched like throughout the years, our viewers probably yeah. heard enough of it. Um, you know, they're probably tired of me by now, but, <laughs> but that. they, they, they learn. <laughs> they do like listening to uh, other people and, and their experiences. And I mean, we get feedback all the time. So I'll definitely share some of that with you when we get it. Cool. Okay. Dude, thank you so much for thank you. This is fun for waking up early for us. If, you know, people are gonna be listening to this. Like, it's early on a Sunday morning on Memorial Day weekend. It was Craig's birthday, and he still got up to do this podcast. So, like, <laughs> respect. Uh, thank, you. thank you so much. Have a good one, man. All right, you too. Thank you, bro.